Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, hello there, and happy Tuesday. In fact, happy Mardi Gras. Laissez les bons temps rouler. It's the day before Lent begins. And I thought it would be um, a good time for me to talk about both Lent and practices and the way that I try to move through the world during this interesting season in the church calendar. And I say interesting because the history of Lent and the way that various uh, faith practices embrace or neglect Lent can be really confusing. And, and so let's start with today being the big party day <laughs> because I'm an Enneagram 7 and so I'm here for let's eat all the sugar and baked goods and if you like to have alcohol in your life then it's time to celebrate in that way. If you don't, there's no judgment either way. However, it is a day that is a day of indulgence because the counterbalance is the beginning of Lent which traditionally begins a season of sacrifice, modeling after the sacrifice of Christ, and in some way being able to share in the fellowship of his sufferings. So that's kind of a high view of Mardi Gras, it's also referred to as Shrove Tuesday, interestingly enough, and the practice in the UK of Shrove Tuesday is Pancake Day. So many people eat pancakes on this particular Tuesday. So there's, there's a thing for you. But I kind of want to like touch base a little bit about why... I practice Lent. I grew up in the Methodist tradition and then for a period of time did not attend any church and then kind of came back to practicing uh, my faith in the Methodist tradition and then went to a very conservative evangelical church and through all of those times Lent was either acknowledged or not acknowledged, but I never was in a church that practiced Lent by the 
administration of the ashes on Ash Wednesday. And that was a fascinating practice to get to be a part of in recent years. And if you've been attending a liturgical church for a long time, then you already know that on Ash Wednesday, the palm fronds from the previous year's Palm Sunday have been burned and are used to administer the cross in ashes on your forehead as a mark that you are coming under the the practice of this season of sacrifice. Now, traditionally, you give up something during Lent. And sometimes people practice like stopping a habit that they want to take out of their lives, or they don't eat sugar, or they don't eat meat, and a variety of things. Whatever. The idea has also been a practice to add something, a time of service, because your time can be given or sacrificed by serving others. So sometimes people volunteer at a homeless shelter or they are reading to um, children at the overflow shelter one night a week or they're whatever it might be. I don't need to give you too many ideas, but adding something, a practice that emphasizes a sacrifice. So that's, that's kind of like both sides of how people practice Lent. For me, the way that I like to embrace the Lenten season is by slowing down and practicing listening to scripture in a particular focused topic. So for example, reading only the Beatitudes for the 40 days of Lent reading them every day in a different uh, translation each week, journaling, and trying to put into practice the awareness of what Jesus was instituting as the way of following him. That's an example of how I have embraced Lent in the past. And this year, my the actual life that I have, I have been focusing on the concept of restore. That's the word that I'm filtering my activities through. And in the spirit of that, the life I actually have has been decluttering boxes that I have had packed away of things like my journals 
and creative projects that I've collected materials for and haven't finished and uh, finishing different things that I had set aside. So the idea of restore for me has been both the outer world as well as my inner world. What what are my thoughts like? What am I focusing on? What am I um, allowing to lead when a, a different voice might be a better one? So lots of self-examination. And in going through this one particular box, I came across my journal that I've been working on for quite a few years, interestingly enough, because it's a creative journal. It's not writing words down and thoughts down or a bullet journal only. It's also an art journal. So for example, I did 40 days of sketching and that's in this book, something different every day. I'm, I'm uh, not great at visual media art, but I've been playing with it. And so it's been fun to look back and see the drawing that I did on June 2nd of 2015, which happens to be a birthday for our first grandchild. And that was so interesting to come across this because I had forgotten I was doing that during that time. One of the other things that's in this journal is the work that I did when I participated in a course that Dr. Brene Brown offered called Living Brave. And I did that in 2016. And in this big art journal, I have an activity that she provided, which was to take a lantern and go through a, a, it's a graphic of a lantern and go through a clarifying values activity and then turn it into an art piece using the lantern as the center. And it was so amazing to me to come back and look at this from seven years ago and realize that I have stayed true to these values even though I didn't have them right in front of my face as a guidepost. Creativity and faith are my top two values in having gone through this values clarification activity. And I make my choices on a daily basis with those guiding values. That was stunning to me to come back and see this and to really affirm that's what motivates me to be creative every day, to pay attention to how I move through the world, to show love for God and for others in 
whatever I do. Now, do I do that perfectly? No. Am I a resounding artist? No. I play with words, I play with color, and I play with music, and I garden. So those are my creative outlets. So it's not like you'll find me in the Louvre, but I have fun with it, and it is a fingerprint that God has put on my life, and I believe on your life too. Because we are created in the image of God, and God is creative. Ergo, so are we. How fun would it be for you to connect to a place of creativity that you have forgotten that you have? How amazing would it be to lean in toward the way that you are wired so that you could live wholeheartedly? You know, I say that, where did I learn that? From Dr. Brene Brown, way back in 2012, when she first published the book, The Gifts of Imperfection, I became a big fan. I have all her books. I have read all her books. I have taken courses. And I recognize this let go, lean in is a big part of learning to live wholeheartedly. Letting go of things that hold me back and leaning in toward the way that God has made me. And I think that's possible for you as well. So what would you think of using this season of Lent, these 40 days until Easter, as a time to connect with the way that you're wired in a, in a, in a way that you haven't done in a while. I would love to accompany you on that kind of a Lenten journey. I'm still going to be doing my podcast every week. Last year at this time, I got quiet and I didn't. But I know now that this is something that is for me to continue to do. Last year, I wasn't sure. Now I know. So I will continue to chat with you about the life I actually have and encourage you with the life you actually have, as well as bring different voices, other writers and people that are doing good work that you need to hear about. So that will be happening during this Lent season. But I also encourage you to slow down, to listen, to maybe lay something down and or take something up. I'm going to include in the show notes some specific resources, so be sure to go over to letgoleaninpodcast.com and check out some of the suggested Lenten resources. I am so excited for you in this journey over the next 40 days. 
glad that you're here. And please let me know about the life you actually have. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In podcast. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen and engage with the thoughts that come out of my head and into this microphone, as well as listening to conversations that I'm privileged to have with other amazing people who are doing great work in the world. I would really appreciate you sharing this episode or other episodes of Let Go Lean In podcast with people who you think would benefit from the information that is being shared here. Also, it's always a great help to others by liking and subscribing to the podcast so that the SEO goes up and Apple Podcast and where you listen to podcasts will show the podcast as interesting and available. So please help us out to get the word out by liking and subscribing and coming back next week. Thanks for being here. Thank you.